This is episode 306, Why You Feel Rejected with Claudia. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those of you who have been participating in our rating and review contest. I'm doing a, I don't know if I want to call it a contest, but basically it's an opportunity to win a free 30 minute session with me. That's not aired. It's just you and me and only recorded if you want it to be recorded. So you get a copy and all you have to do to enter, to win that free 30 minute session with me is write a review and write the podcast and then submit your review to christinehassler.com slash review. Again, that's christinehassler.com slash review. I walk you through the whole process there. It's really, really easy to do. And I really appreciate the five-star ratings and the awesome reviews. It really helps the show and means so much to me. Today's episode is on rejection and we've done a lot of episodes on rejection, but I have a completely different perspective on it today. One that I've never shared on the show before. So if you ever feel like you have a pattern of being rejected or you constantly or consistently or regularly feel rejected, you're really going to enjoy today's episode. As you're listening, consider, do you ever feel rejected? No matter what you do, you can't seem to get over the pattern of rejection and it happens and it just floors you for weeks, months, even years. How are you with anger? Are you someone that is pretty good with sadness? Like you can feel sad, but when it comes to anger, that's a different story. Do you ever feel that people don't choose you, be it people that you're romantically interested in or friends just because of who you are and you have to constantly try to be something that maybe you are not? And finally, do you ever feel like you're rejected because other people feel jealous of you? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Claudia. Claudia, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. Can I give you like a a little bit of frame of what's going on in my life? Yeah. Thank you. So a couple of weeks ago, I was participating in an event for a company. And at the end, I noticed that men were in a way attracted to my energy, but at the same time, scared by my leadership. Mm-hmm. How do you know that? Well, I, I kind of received feedback from a couple of guys. I saw them like talking about me and then women approached to me and they directly told me this. Okay. And then I noticed that women were kind of being very jealous and envy around me. So... Mm-hmm. It it felt really weird, that event, Mm -hmm. and the whole thing made me feel rejected, Mm. and as a consequence, I withdraw, you know, like, from people, and then I noticed that a couple of days later, I was at home and not wanting to go out, and feeling lonely, and spending a lot of time on my own, and I'm tying this up with 
my last boyfriend who broke up with me. And I know, I mean, this was, this was way before the pandemic. And overall, what I'm learning is that I'm repeating a childhood pattern of not being seen, of not feeling enough, of being rejected. Mm-hmm. Why did that relationship end? He broke up with me. He said that he was just like no longer interested in in, in committing within a relationship. Okay. So he, was, he wasn't interested in commitment. It wasn't that he wasn't interested in you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So all of this to say that I feel there's something around rejection. And then when I feel that I've done the work of working with my inner child and allowing myself to be seen, and then I go out, and then I have these experiences of being feeling rejected at an at a corporate event mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because we can get so caught up in our issues that they become the lens in which we look through the world. So oh. you have a lens in which you look at everything as rejection. I don't see what happened at your work event as rejection at all. At okay. all. In, 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 in really, what it is, is you're a badass. You were there. You had men attracted to you, but a little intimidated. That doesn't mean they don't like you. That just means they don't know quite what to do with you because they haven't stepped into their manhood enough to really be able to handle that. Not a dig on men, just where they are. And then women that are jealous of you, they're not rejecting you. Their own insecurities are being triggered. They're, They're not understanding that jealousy is a positive projection. They're seeing leadership qualities in you, intelligence qualities in you, charismatic qualities in you that they haven't owned within themselves. And instead of going, oh, this is a positive projection, they're going into insecurity and they're feeling jealousy. But to Mm. me, that event wasn't rejection at all. It was confirmation of who you are, confirmation of who you are. So, but because you have this comfort zone with rejection, it's going to, you're going to land and I did something wrong. Right. And that's the, that's the childhood pattern. I did something wrong. It's like, because the little girl comes up and she feels hurt, the queen in you can't see, Oh, wait a second. Like I was just being me and people have their reaction to me. That's more about them than it is about me. So you're, you're at, from my perspective, you're at a crossroads in your life where you, you, you're going to keep looking at everything in your life as I need to process this. This is my childhood issue. This is rejection. Right? <laughs> or you're going to go, oh, wow, I'm at the point where I process that. And so my outer experience, is it reflecting to me what's in alignment and what's not? You know, if you're at an event and men are attracted to you, but not, they don't have the guts to come up and say, hi, my name is Fred or whatever their name is, <laughs> then not in alignment. You don't want a man that is threatened by you because then in order to be with him, you have to dim your light and that's not going to work. You want to be able to be powerful and you and everything. So it's like, oh, okay, that was a great event. I was in my leadership, but the men there aren't my guy and the women there probably aren't going to be my friends unless they can get over their jealousy and really see that I'm not separate from them. So the thing that kind of hooks rejection in place, I was just talking about this with a friend this morning is rejection and resentment can go together. So I'm just going to say that. And I want to ask you, Claudia, how do you think 
rejection and resentment go together and feed on each other. It feels like resentment is is about like feeling something deeply that you kind of resent that it, it might it might have shown up in the past and therefore you're resenting it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Christine. <laughs> Well, it's a good guess. All, all, you're probably so in it, you can't see it. So often what happens is sweet people, big feelers, people that, because would it be fair to say that you're more comfortable in sadness than anger? You are more comfortable Absolutely. yeah, in holding something Absolutely. inside and processing yourself versus going up to somebody and confronting them. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like at that event, you'd rather walk away and go, oh, those women are jealous of me. I'm rejected rather than walk up to them and be like, hey, I'm Claudia. What? Let me tell me about you. Oh, I heard you were jealous. Okay, good. I'm so glad you did. So there's that part of you that would rather retreat, withdraw, be nice, not confront, not be aggressive. So anytime we feel rejected, even as a child, there's a part of us that's really pissed off. We get angry when we're rejected because it's like, wait a second, like, don't you see me? What did I do to you? But a lot of times because the hurt is so big and we want to figure it out because the mind can't figure out why a parent especially would ever reject us. No child can figure that out. The child can't say, oh, well, I'm just this beaming ball of love and my my parents don't have self-love. And so me beaming all this love at them makes them look at their issues. And rather than look at their issues, they'd rather just reject me. Or they can't say, oh, wow, my, my dad has a little bit of narcissism or my mom has a little bit of an addiction problem. It's not me, it's them. Like as a child, we can't see that. We see it all as our fault, all uh-huh. as our fault. And we're angry at the same time. So we end up resenting the people that reject us. Like truth question. Like if you deep down really feel into it, whichever parent or family member you feel rejected by, if you like really like feel into all aspects of you, can you feel there's some resentment there? Holding a grudge, some kind of like, why did you do this to me? You ruined me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And can you even feel towards boyfriend who resented, who rejected you that there's some resentment there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you go to hurt. You go to what did I do wrong? You go mm-hmm. to way too far on the rejection rather than dealing with the resentment and the anger and everything there. And so you just end up completely in the I'm not enough versus getting to the anger and being like, you're my parent. How dare you reject me? We Or to the boyfriend, I did this, this, mm-hmm. this. Like, I really want you to start to get at some of that anger and some of that resentment and eventually forgive. Because as long as there's a part of you that hasn't forgiven your family of origin for any not being seen, being rejected, whatever. And remember, forgiveness is not condoning, right? Forgiveness is not oh, you know, my dad was never there, told me terrible things about me. I'm just going to forgive him and make that okay. No, forgiveness is letting go of the judgment. So it would be something like, I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that just because my mom criticized me, you know, I thought I wasn't enough. The truth is I am enough. Like really forgiving after you work with the anger, 
really forgiving the beliefs that are keeping you in resentment and perpetuating the lens of rejection. Does, mm. that, does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. What are you hearing me say? So what I'm hearing is that I definitely need to work with like the ang- angry, like the angry part that it's feeling resented, right? resentment. Yes. 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 Because if you don't ever let go of the resentment, you're going to keep feeling the rejection. Like think back to that event. I'm so glad you gave me that example of that work event. I know that you felt sad and alone and rejected and all those kinds of things and withdrawal and all that. But if you think back, just close your eyes for a moment and think back, like when you heard that about the men or you learned the women were jealous, can you see that there's a part of you that was pissed off? That was like, I was just being me and this is what I get. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's the resentment. But you skip over that and go into, what am I doing wrong? I'm always rejected. This is my childhood pattern again. Whereas instead, if you'd gone home, maybe done an anger release, got all that out and really stood in your power and like, I'm not going to dim my light. I'm not Mm. going to... If, if people can't handle me or people are triggered by me, I'm no longer going to make that mean that I did something wrong. Yeah. This brings a lot of clarity, a lot of clarity. Mm. What are you seeing more clearly? Like the importance of working with my anger and resentment and let it out in that moment yeah. and not making myself wrong. Because um, bottom line, what I'm hearing is that I, I, I haven't done anything wrong. I, I didn't no. do anything wrong. And because I'm not doing the anger work, I'm dimming my light. Right. Because the yeah. rejection and the resentment are like parasites feeding off of each other. And as mm. long as the resentment's there, the rejection and feeling of rejection is going to come up. People that are super, super resentful maybe haven't gone into the hurt of how rejected they feel. They stay Mm. angry. They hold a grudge. They build walls around them, but they haven't really gone into, oh my gosh, I feel so rejected. Mm. And when they can go into the sadness and soften and feel that heartbreak, it's like then the the two can kind of uncollapse. They can do the forgiveness on that end, but we can bounce between resentment, rejection, resentment, rejection, back and forth. And we have our comfort zones in either. Those of us that are internalizers and can do better and sad and like to avoid confrontation and blame ourselves over others, we tend to see through the lens of rejection. It's all me. What did I do wrong? I'm always alone. Um, for those of us that are more aggressive, that like that confrontation, that feel like people are always just out to get us and we need to always protect ourselves and we can't trust anybody, then we're going to be more in resentment. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So this quote unquote rejection keeps coming up because there's a part of you that really wants to, from my, my perspective, find that, that anger and that warrior woman and that part that's like, no, I will not dim my light. I will not, not be who I am because other people can't handle it. Hmm. So I have another question for sure. you in terms of in terms of, of like dating and 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 going out like again back into the world because 
with all this pandemic, uh, like honestly, I've been like in some sort of cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now I feel that I'm ready to go out in the world and start dating again. And if I just like really stop dimming my light and show up as who I am, mm-hmm. and if men at some point cannot deal with who I am, what I'm hearing is that this has nothing to do with me. 100%. And that if I feel rejected at some point, what I need to do is to work with my anger because I, because bottom line, I haven't done anything wrong Correct. or I won't be doing anything wrong. Right. The anger, and eventually you won't, you won't have to work with either, right? Eventually it'll balance out, but the anger is going to pull you out of the withdrawal, the lonely, the I'm wrong, I did something wrong, nobody can see me, that kind of thing. It's going to connect you back to, you know, F you instead of F me kind of thing. It'll, it'll give you that, that power. And listen, I'm not saying being mad or resentful at other people is the answer. What I'm saying is like, because these two things are collapsed and you haven't dealt with the resentment, when you go over to that side and you start getting your voice back, then yes, you're going to really start to embody, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything wrong. Hmm. If someone... I want you to start to see it, especially in dating, as not someone rejecting you, but someone that's not in alignment with you, someone that's not ready for you. Do you know how many times people told me, oh, Christine, you're too intimidating. Men just aren't going to like that. So many times. And inside myself, I thought, well, first of all, I don't think I'm intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at all. My own insecurity comes in is like, me? Intimidating? What are you talking about? But, you know, I had it commented to me and even men said it to me. And, you know, I thought, well, what, what does this mean? Does this mean I have to like dim myself? And people, especially women, have been doing that for way too long. And that's not going to help any of us. And I really had to hold to like, if someone is quote unquote intimidated by me, that means I'm not a match. Same as if I was intimidated. Let's say I was dating a guy and I didn't feel like I could be myself because I I put him on a pedestal or I was intimidated by, you know, his looks or his achievements or whatever it may be. Then I'm not a match for him because I never would want to be with someone that I like put on a pedestal. There's something off there. There's a positive projection I need to own. There's an unresolved thing that's attracting me there. So when we talk about alignment, you know, if, if a guy's intimidated by you, okay, great. Awesome. Not a fit. Not a fit. Or if mm. a guy quote unquote says, I'm not interested in commitment or I'm just not that into you. Great. Awesome. Thank you. One step closer. Great. This is great. Great, great, great. Thank you so much. Right. Right. Really want you to see it as I'm looking for alignment. And anything that's not in alignment is going to take care of itself. It's going to go away. It doesn't mean it's rejecting me. It just means it's not a match. It's like this key does not fit into this lock. There's nothing wrong with the key. It probably works on another door. It just doesn't work on this door. The key is not bad. The key is not less than. The key is not wrong. It just doesn't fit into this lock. Yeah. So, so you get to be this most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful key and you'll find your appropriate lock and it will find you. 
<laughs> well, I hope that that happens soon. <laughs> well, I have a feeling, Claudia, that as you work through this, and especially as you get some of that anger and some of that resentment, because here's the other thing. Energetically, if you're walking around as this wounded child who mm. was rejected, who was alone, all that kind of thing, it's going to be hard to really pull in a match who fully sees you, right? But if you can take your power back by getting at some of that anger and some of that resentment, then that's going to open up some space. Also, you know, when we have resentments and you admitted you do towards all the people you felt have rejected you, when you have resentments in your heart, it's hard for someone else to get in because energetically they can feel all the resentments in your heart. And they don't want to be someone else that you resent. So it almost like pushes people away when we carry around resentments we haven't dealt with. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm not very um, physical in the way of hitting pillows or throwing rocks. I'm not very good at that, Christine. But I feel that I'm very good with crying. and But this doesn't come very easily. So is, is there a way that you would recommend like to work with this anger release? Yeah. So crying is an anger, right? So anger is, I think after this call, it might be easier. I really want you Mm. to, you you said you can do inner child work. I really want you to tune into little Claudia and give her a voice and let her actually feel how mad she is at parents, at siblings, at, at peers, whatever it is. And she may just want to punch in the air. She may want to write really fast and strongly. She may want to punch a pillow. She may want to scream into a pillow. But it's important that you get into that, some kind of physicality or some kind of expression that feels powerful, that feels fiery, that feels Mm. not like sadness, that feels more Mm. like, like, I'm sick of this. I don't want this anymore. You know, if you have a hard time getting to anger, you can do frustration. Mm. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah. Absolutely. This is this this is very helpful. I will I will definitely try uh attuning with little Claudia and working with her. I I, I can sense that she's very angry. Um, yeah. Yeah. What is she angry about? Not being seen. Yeah, it's not not being seen for herself. Yeah. What I really hear when I tune into her is like, I'm trying so hard. I'm being a good girl. I'm doing everything right. Why don't you see me? What else do I need to do? I don't understand. I'm so frustrated. Like, I really get that she tried so hard. So hard. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the sadness is accessible. We just want to get to the point of like, and maybe it's you, big Claudia, who's who's mad and and who needs to yell at family or whoever, obviously not to their face, in an anger burn of like, couldn't you see how hard I was trying? Couldn't couldn't you see? What kind of parents are you? You know, like obviously this is in the context of a therapeutic release. This isn't <laughs> calling up people and telling them that. But those yeah. are some of the statements and some of the energy that may need to get out so that you stop internalizing all this. Mm. Yeah. I believe you can do this a hundred percent. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, I believe I can do it too. <laughs> that matters more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for this conversation. Oh, um, I really appreciate it. So thank you to Claudia for bringing this issue forward and for your beautiful honesty and vulnerability. As I mentioned in the intro, we took a different take on rejection. And, you know, oftentimes we go in to look at rejection as a protective pattern or childhood issues. And all of that is really important. And Claudia had done a lot of work with her inner child, but what really came forward to talk about And it was interesting because just the day before I've been talking to a dear friend about rejection and resentment, and she said she was noticing the correlation and then boom, this episode popped up, this coaching call with Claudia. And I was like, oh, this is, this is perfect. I love the way the universe works. So as in Claudia's case, she's someone that does better with the feeling sad, sort of that hypo arouse, you know, that kind of under arousal, maybe feeling sad, withdrawn, depressed, perhaps there's anxiety sometimes, which feels hyper arousal. But for the most part, she deals with that more low feeling, not super aggressive. And what I'm starting to see is that people that err on that side of feeling that way and feel a lot of rejection are repressing a lot of resentment. And it's actually the resentment that's keeping the pattern of rejection going. And if they would just deal with the resentment and get at some of the anger that they feel, then that can help them break out of the pattern of rejection. So you heard the example that Claudia gave, you heard how she felt. And I'm sure a lot of you listening before I even said it said, oh my gosh, that's not rejection. If those guys are threatened by her, they're not her guys. And if women are jealous of her, they're not rejecting her. They're really rejecting themselves. But when we're so in the pattern and we're so used to seeing the world through the lens of being rejected, everything looks like rejection. I mean, if you put on blue blocking glasses with those orange tinted glasses, everything looks a little orange. We tend to look through the filter we put on our face, which metaphorically for Claudia is rejection. So everything looks like rejection. But when we really started to talk about, all right, what's keeping this pattern stuck, it became evident that she isn't someone that's really dealt with a lot of her anger and her resentment. And she's directing that anger in and taking it personally that she's getting rejected so much, quote unquote, getting rejected so much. So the coaching to her and the coaching to you is if you deal with a lot of resentment, maybe you need to look at where you feel sad and rejected. And if you deal with a lot of rejection, maybe you need to look at where you feel resentful. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.